My name is Sue Reed, and every week I provide a platform for people to tell their story of how they have faced and overcome a challenge in their life. Here is today's story. So my guest today is Sarah. Sarah's mum to two boys, Jack and Charlie. Sarah suffered a marriage breakup a few years back, having been married for 10 years and actually together with her partner for 20 years. Things started to go wrong. Sarah went through quite a rough time, came out the other end with zero confidence, not really knowing what direction she was going in in life. So this is Sarah's story of how she came through that situation, how she's picked herself back up, built herself back up from grand zero and what she's doing now. So welcome to the show, Sarah. It's lovely to meet you. You too. How are you? Good, thank you. Very, very good. So you were with your ex-husband for 20 years altogether. And in that time, you had uh, Jack and Charlie. When did the problem start as far as the drinking was concerned? I mean, he'd he'd always like to have a drink, um, just like anybody else at a weekend. But it was probably um, around a year or two after our second child was born that it seemed to get more aggressive in that he'd be drinking every day, drinking after work, that kind of thing. Even on on a weekend, like a Saturday morning, he'd get up and crack a can of beer and he'd just carry on drinking throughout the day. Okay. And was there a reason for that? Did he Was he under stress at work or did you know why he did um, that? be honest I've never really found out why and I know it's something that even now he he won't admit that it's an issue he thinks he can control it so I don't think um, anyone will ever find find out the reason behind it he just thinks it's normal for him and was was it a happy marriage up to that point or yeah yeah really happy we had we had Jack and Charlie and he absolutely adored the kids we were always doing things together that kind of thing it just even now looking back I can never really pinpoint that specific moment in time or what might have triggered it it was just some something that seemed to happen so it's just like a a slope that he gradually went down just getting worse and worse and what was there any abuse involved towards you um there was no physical abuse, but it was all mental abuse. And it could be little things like if I wanted to lose some weight, he would, this is probably showing no willpower, but he would buy lots of things in that would sabotage my plans to lose weight. If I wanted to go out with friends at night, I would always say what time I'd be back by. But then like two hours beforehand, it, it would, he would just start phoning, when are you going to be back? When are you going to be back? That kind of thing. If something was slightly out of place at home, it would be my fault. And there was never any conversation. It was just straight to shouting and swearing at me. And, and it was like that all the time. And so then how did it come to a head then? I just, I tried, I think like most people do, to try and stay together for the children because I had also grown up in a broken home. So I wanted to try and keep us together. But eventually I came to realise that 
I wanted my children to know what a normal relationship was. I couldn't bear the thought of them having any future partners and they would treat them the way they'd seen their dad treat me and think that that was normal and acceptable. And, you know, there were times as well where he, he would belittle them and that sort of thing. So I decided that I had to try and be brave and bring up the conversation with him which I did in a kind of roundabout way <laughs> because I was so frightened of kind of pointing the finger that I just approached it and said that we both are not happy in this relationship and it's not fair on both of us and I think we probably need to call it a day now. And how did he react to that? It. How did he react? Um, he just said, okay, and walked out the door. And that was it. Okay. I suspect he was having an affair at the time, but I, I don't know that for definite. But it just it just seemed a bit unlike him just to sort of accept it and go without any kind of fight or anything. But yeah, that was that apart from sort of seeing the kids after that, that was sort of the last time I saw him really. And how were you after he'd gone? How did that leave you? Well, over, over the years, um, he just chipped away at my confidence and I was quite an anxious, nervous person as well. But even after he'd gone, even though I knew in myself it was the best thing that, or best decision that I'd made, I still was diagnosed with depression and put on medication for it. And if I ever saw my phone ring and it was his name on the phone or if I saw him in the street, Straight away, I'd get really panicky. My heart would start racing. My palms would be sweating and just generally feeling quite sick and scared at the prospect of having to talk to him or see him face to face. And how so long did it take you to get over that? How long before you built yourself back to normal again? Um, I would say it's probably getting on for two years now since I stopped kind of freaking out if I saw him on the street because I know that I've I've mentally moved on now what's happened happened do you find somebody uh, new yourself now yeah yeah I'm with somebody new now and he's the complete opposite <laughs> of, of my ex-husband he's really supportive anything I ever want to do I still have this kind of built-in thing where I ask if it's okay but he always turns around and says if it's what you want to do and it makes you happy do whatever you want sort of thing but he's he backs me all the way I even uh, went to university full-time and graduated in 2017 okay. and he 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 was really supportive during that time as well and he's great with the kids Brilliant. And it's just nice for them to have have a role model that is uh, sensible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, and also to see like a normal relationship between a man and a woman as well. Like that, uh, yeah, that we do really care for each other and uh, genuinely love each other. So yeah, it's great. And what's the relationship now? Um, like with your boys and their father? Sadly, due to an issue that happened a couple of years ago, they haven't seen him since then. He used to uh, drop a card off at Christmas or their birthday, but that seems to have stopped now. 
and he doesn't he doesn't contact them on the phones at all. So don't really know the reasoning behind it, but that seems to have fizzled out now. Okay. And how old are your boys? My oldest is fifteen and my youngest is thirteen. They seem to we talk about it quite a lot. I like to make sure that they are okay and that they're dealing with it okay. But I think especially for my eldest, I can't remember exactly what his age was, but he, I think he was old enough to sort of grasp what was going on mm-hmm. and sort of kind of understood that what his father was doing wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a little bit of anger there, which I think is only natural. Yeah. But we keep talking about it and they seem happy. They're doing well at school. They seem to be so far nice rounded boys. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah. well done you then. That'd be down to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you get from being that broken wife, single mum to where you are now? What did you, apart from the antidepressants, what did you do to build yourself up? Well, going to uni did help a little bit in that it built my confidence up. And I kind of went to uni. It was just something I wanted to have always wanted to study. So I just thought, you know, that's something to tick off the list kind of thing. It was actually um, ancient history that I studied. So we did a lot to do with all the ancient gods and goddesses. And I've always been interested in Eastern philosophy and religions, that kind of thing. So one day I decided that I would try and learn to meditate and it took me a long time to really get anywhere with it. But once I'd settled into a pattern, just sometimes even just five minutes a day of meditating, it really did so much for how I felt inside, my anxiety and even my confidence. And eventually that led on to practicing yoga as well. And, and again, sort of 10, 15 minutes a day, just in that kind of space inside your head, mm. just felt really refreshing afterwards. But I was also sort of interested in like the Celtic, the ancient Celtic religions as yeah. well, where they, they are in sync with the wheel of the year and the moon phases and their lives revolved around what the moon was doing, that kind of mm. thing. So it just interested me that much that I started doing that and like listening to what my body was doing at certain times of the year and with the phases of the moon and practicing gratitude as well and all of that over sort of two or three years did absolute wonders for me um really confident I'm always cheerful and happy now yeah I'm just totally just complete opposite of what I used to be like and for the first time in a long time I really do love life even though it was it was just awful awful time of my life I've come out the other end and it was really the best thing that I could have done brilliant okay and now you've set up a holistic therapy group yourself practice Mm -hmm. so that's rewild holistic living that's right and what what's the aim behind that what's the, the purpose it's an aspect of life coaching but I've built into it the spiritual side as well so I'll be teaching meditation to people that may have no experience of it or might have struggled in the past 
and it's just teaching them how to be in sync with the land and with nature and it's it's not just like a one-off thing it's really about learning to live holistically looking after your body and that all in tune with the brain um, and the spirit and that sort of thing and just discovering your life purpose really if you don't know where you're going in life and it's just something that you need to do on a daily basis rather than just using it once to fix something yeah yeah it's a a step-by-step process isn't it like you you said about spending five minutes the recommendation is with meditation just to do it for five minutes and then maybe mm-hmm. move to six and then seven and then build up from there rather yeah. than trying okay. to do it for an hour and thinking oh I've got to give up now I can't I can't sit here any longer yeah, um but uh, yeah so it is a step-by-step yeah. process and right. what recommendations or what advice would you give to anybody male or female who are in a marriage that they think actually I don't want to be here anymore, but I don't have the courage to get up and leave. What advice could you give to somebody? I think I think you've got to think, it might, might sound selfish, but you've got to think of yourself. And if you've got children as well, you've got to think of them. Because as much as I wanted my children to grow up having the traditional mother and father, I realised in the end that he just wasn't the right role model. And even though I was absolutely terrified of bringing the subject up with with my ex-husband, I knew that I had to. We've got one life. I didn't want to get to old age and have regrets. And as much as I wanted my marriage to work, I knew that we were way past that stage. So you've just got to think about what you want for the rest of your life and what you want your kids to have growing up in my mind it's better to be from a broken home but see proper relationships true happiness that kind of thing than be forced to stay with somebody who could you know potentially eventually he may have you know turned on them as well so it's easier said than done, but you've just got to be really brave yeah. <laughs> and do it because it will pay off eventually. You've just got to work through everything, but it will, you will come out the other end and you will be much better for it. And if somebody wants to get in touch with you, if they want to make contact, how can someone contact you? I have a page on Facebook, which is Rewild Holistic Living. I've also got a private Facebook group, which is Rewild Woman. So you can join or go on the business page and just send me a message that way, either by messenger or email. Okay. And I will put the details, I'll put the links in the show notes. So if somebody wants to get in touch, that's where they'll need to go. Any thoughts to finish off with? What are your plans for the future? Plans for the future. Gosh, I've got so many. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to study Reiki and I'd also like to become a yoga teacher, but I do have a lot of issues with my lower back. I don't know if that's ever going to be a possibility. And I'd also like to go back to uni and do a master's. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, and travel the world and yeah, yeah. So, so many different things. Yeah, yeah. 
It's been lovely talking to you. I mean, I think what I would say, coming from a, a broken, horrible marriage myself, there's always another life. There's always light at the end of the t- tunnel. And whatever mm. situation you find yourself in, it does take courage to make that move. And there is, I think, courage is on the other side of fear. You've just got to take that step. And particularly if you've got children, you've it's a mother's instinct to protect her children, whatever happens. And there are so many organizations and people out there that will help you if you reach out. So, you know, if anybody is struggling, then either get in touch with Sarah or me and uh, we'll put you uh, on the right path and, and help you as much as we can. So it's been lovely talking to you today, Sarah, and I wish you the best of luck for the future. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Great. And goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's story from Sarah. I know I enjoyed talking to her. And if you did and you want to hear more, then please subscribe to make sure you don't miss any um, episodes in the future. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you.